How are you doing, Lorenzo? What's up? What's up, Alistair? Um, so, how you doing right now? Man, pretty good. Sunday morning, waking up, excited for the first podcast. What about you? Oh, I'm down, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really good, man. I woke up a little bit later than I should have, but we're doing good. <laughs> we're doing good, man. I also woke up kind of yeah, late, so, uh, not going to lie. Bro, like you told me at 10, like, just so that people know we're doing this at 12. <laughs> yeah, it's... this was not... We are we are very much late on time, but you know what? We've earned it. We just finished finals. I think we're good to go. Yeah, excited to start this first yeah. podcast. So, guys, yeah, to man. explain a little bit about me, so my name is Alistair. I'm 18. Um, I'm in the moment studying uh, at the University of Louisville, KLU, here in Panama City. And um, my friend and I, we just wanted to start a podcast, talk about how we feel about things. It's really going to be a casual conversation with each other. What do you think? I think it's I think it's dope, man. I'm really excited to embark on this project with you, man. Um, my name is Laurencio. I'm also 18 years old. Um, me and, and Alistair, we felt for about a few weeks now that we wanted to do a project like this. Um, we usually have a lot of extensive conversations, like many people on many different topics. Um, I feel like he and I give very unique opinions on matters because we are both uh, technically foreigners of Panama. So we do have an interesting, uh, you know, point of view on the th things that go on here and the things that go on in the rest of the world. Yeah. So I'm really excited to do this podcast. You may you I'm may really want to you may want to tell where you're from. I'll I'll say after you if you want. Okay. Okay. Okay, that's true. That's true. So I'm originally from the US. Um I'm from the city of Chicago, Illinois. Um my mom is Panamanian, my dad is Puerto Rican. Uh, I lived in Chicago until I was 13 and then I moved out here right before I turned 14. So I've been here for about like the last four or five years. Right. Um, but I am I am a double citizen. So when I was very young, they took me to get that. So I can travel pretty easily between both countries. That's pretty cool. So you, you kind of have this double culture going on like me. So, um, all right, so. Yeah, I mean, you, you're a bit, you're, but you're a bit more elaborate. Like tell the people about you, man. Sure. All right, so I'm, all right, so I live half of my life in France, Paris, but I'm actually half French and half Iranian. So my dad's from Iran, Iran and my mom's from France. And yeah, around like 11, 12 years old, we decided to move to Panama. And yeah, from 2012 to now, we're living the Panamanian life. And it, it was kind of tough adapting to it, honestly. But overall, I, I'm so, just so happy of being able to, you know, like have a little bit of, of taste of uh, another culture and I just met amazing people here so it's just really nice like yeah it's it's really nice honestly um being able to bring a little bit of my opinion and if anyone's interested yeah no I mean like I feel like you know people can say what they want to say but like I feel like when you have the privilege of being able to live in different countries and experience different cultures, like you just, especially at a young age, you really get an opportunity to, you know, expand your worldview, expand your opinions, expand and, you know, advance your own thinking about certain stuff, you know, like we had, that's a really like, you know, great privilege that we've been given that not many people our age get. So I feel like, you know, I embrace that shit, man. It's really dope. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you a lot. And also, like, just coming back quickly to why we wanted to start this podcast. Like, we just met each other a few months ago, and we really bonded because That's we've true. had those really interesting conversations and just wanting to share our thoughts. And I don't happen to have this kind of conversation with many people, um, apart from, like, my very close friends and my girlfriend and um, my family sometimes and being able to be so open and respect each other's point of views is I think very important now. Um, so I'm really hyped about um, starting those podcasts with you, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And that's true. We only did like not, you know, thinking about it, like we met through a mutual friend, like literally only like maybe two and a half months ago, or three months ago. Yeah. 
pretty crazy. That's crazy if you think about it. But um, yeah, no, I'm really excited to do this with you, man. I feel like we're gonna have a fun time, and like a lot of people are gonna be interested in what we gotta say. Yeah, um, like it, but yeah. in the end, it's really like yeah, it's a podcast. We it it can be seen as a brand, but in the end, it's really just about sharing what we think and having a casual conversation with each other and. You know, the, the same kind of conversation that you, you may get with your family, with, yeah, with a family member, with a friend of yours uh, at, at school or, you know, just in a regular call with your friends. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, then without further ado, let's jump into it, man. So I'm glad that you're doing well. I'm glad that everything's okay. But I have, I think we, we, we need to discuss the important news of the day. The important news of the weekend, to be exact. Yeah. La Ley Seca. The Ley Seca has been fucking uplifted. It's over. People can drink to their heart's content. Gradually now. over. Gradually over. Man. And that, that was on Friday when they, were, when, they, when they stopped it, right? Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I think... You I'm know, pretty sure that it's not in every cities of Panama. I'm not 100% sure. I think it was. Oh, they did it. They they did it for certain provinces. I think so. I think so. I think that well, for Panama City, it's you know they they uh-huh. they kind of stopped it. But I think that for other cities here in the country, it's different. Like they have other dates. From what I I could um, read in La Prensa and sorry oh, and other, hey, tu, other yeah. Uh huh. Did you see the video of Fufu Quiroz? The king. De, de Fufo, Quiroz, el comediante, que siempre está como en Santana y... Uh, about about you, La Ley Seca, no, I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, el man estaba en su balcón y él tenía un cubano. El man hizo video de que, mira, Nito, mi presi, por favor, tiene que, tiene que levantarte la ley seca, por favor. Este cubano <laughs> se va con un buen run, pero yo no, yo no puedo comprar run si tiene esta ley seca. Like, he was just basically like, bro, like, Nito, come on, like, give me a chance, man. You know, like, I think that's just so, like, he's just like, bro, like, in the way that he did it, like, like puffing on a cigar, like, bro, this Cuban cigar, like, you need to give me my rum to go with it. And I was like, it'd be hard out here, man. It'd be hard out here. But I think, you know what? I think it was like public pressure like that that kind of made Nito reconsider. Yeah, everything, there is many like good sides and other downsides. Yeah. I, I think this is why it's creating a small polemica in las redes sociales y todo eso. Eh, yo he visto un, no es un comediante, pero, eh, let, let me just see the name of the guy. I don't remember it. But he was, yeah, he was basically expressing, ex- expressing his opinion on Instagram. Yeah, so his, his, Barcelo. All right, so Juan, Juan Pablo Barcelo. And he shared a video of just women and men mixed when the quarantine, you know, it's, it's not gender mixed yet. And, you know, I, I think it's women can go on Wait, what is it? Do you remember the exact days? I think men can go on Tuesday and Thursdays. Uh-huh. No, you're right. It's men, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, women, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I mean, for the guys, it's not Saturday anymore. Because now the weekends, it's complete quarantine. But nobody, yeah, nobody can leave on Sunday, right? Nobody. No, on Sunday, nobody. Not even, like, the businesses. Um, going, you know, with th- those passes that allow them to work. I don't remember. I, I think it's, like... Salvo conducto or algo así. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so just, just a video um, in a supermarket of just people running into each other. You, you see them wearing masks, but like, do, they probably don't have any effects. You know, if people are just so close to each other, what you guys have maybe able to see when going to the supermarkets with, uh, you know, a few meters of distance between everyone, uh, haciendo filas, todo eso. There was nothing from this in this video, and I kind of, I kind of um, was de acuerdo con lo que él dijo sobre eso de que mm-hmm. la gente no no estaba apreciando bien ese derecho pues de poder tomar de nuevo y que no lo estaban tomando en serio que okay ya ya pueden ir a comprar su vuelo a, a ver 
eh, en sus casas, porque es solamente en, en domicilio, por ahora no es prohibido hacer reuniones eh, y beber en público, de lo que pude leer. Así que, bueno, si estás en, en tu chantín, tranquilo, puedes beber tu, tu, tu balúa sin problema. Eh, pero y, y esa reacción como que no, no creo que fue la mejor de, del pueblo. Pues. En, o sea, no, claro que no era todo el mundo, eh, pero si, siento que como que... Esperaba, yo esperaba algo un poquito mejor pues, de, de la gente Porque el mismo día Yéndose al supermercado A comprar todo ese alcohol Así Yo lo veo como un poquito una falta de respeto Y pues no, no están respetando las leyes Para nada si, si un viernes ves a los hombres saliendo Cuando solamente pueden salir el martes y jueves No es normal y siento que como que en algunas partes de la ciudad las leyes no son muy respetadas, como que la gente, incluso hace unos días, una semana, sigues viendo gente saliendo eh, en las horas que no, que no son dadas, pues basado en el número de célula o de pasaporte para los extranjeros como yo, eh, hay gente que sale así eh, sin en verdad respetar nada. What do you think about this? Man, I think I think you have a point. I think people, you know, they kind of go crazy sometimes and like But to be true, like to be honest with you, like I didn't really feel like La Ley Seca was a good idea to begin with. Pero no era porque yo quería tomar alcohol, o sea, obviamente sí quería comprar, pero no entendí el propósito, o sea, no entendí por qué lo lo, lo estaban haciendo. Y lo que pasa con eso que cuando tú, when you, when you like, like make something illegal, like you're going to create an illegal market for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, o sea, yo tengo un amigo, no lo voy a decir su nombre, pero yo tengo un amigo mío de la U que él me dijo que compró, ¿cuánto era? Era como dos botellas de ron por 40 palos o 45 palos. Or like... Or he's, he bought, I don't know if it was that exactly, but he bought, like, like a little bit of alcohol that this guy was giving him for, like, a lot of money. Like, a lot of unnecessary money. Yeah, it's, so it's it was beginning like, to be, like, a, an illegal substance. But not, not anymore. Yeah, and it wasn't, ah, uh, and it wasn't even, like, big bottles. It was, like, those tiny, like, ranabuelos. Yeah. That, not, like, tiny, tiny, but, like, those kind of, like, small, medium ranabuelos that you get from the supermarket, like... Y lo compró Bugo Plata, and then, like, literally a day later, they announced that La, Seca, La Ley Seca was going to be um, lifted. So, like, <laughs> you know, imagine imagine the pain, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you put in money for some alcohol, and then now that they, they switch that shit, like, Bro, eso tiene que doler un poquito. On Instagram, I've seen those kind of memes about, because, yeah, obviously some people, you know, saw that they could get money out of it and started doing those illegal businesses where they basically... Um, sell their alcohol through the word of mouth or on WhatsApp, on Instagram, and it, it was a pretty funny memes. Uh, it was a pretty yeah, pretty funny meme about like basically those guys seeing that the LASIK app was gonna be, uh, you know, thrown out of the way. So it's definitely trending. But uh, about you know what you just said that um, it in your opinion it wasn't that of a good idea. I think that, yeah, it, it is some, it makes sense that if you make something illegal, people are gonna see it as something illegal, but like, you know, some people are gonna start selling it and people are still gonna find ways to drink. But to begin with, I don't think that it was that of a bad idea because, you know, in, in times of quarantine, uh, people that might be drinking, you know, they, Like, not being sober um, can make you do crazy things. <laughs> like, I don't know, going in the streets, not respecting the, the, the times where you're supposed to go out. So, I don't know if this was basically the government's excuses uh, or not. But um, I'm kind of disappointed, honestly, to see that there is still people, even after the Leseca to be removed, that there's people just going crazy over it and, you know, the, just thinking about drinking and drinking, which is completely fine. Like, 
I have nothing against people that drink. I also drink from, from time to time when I go to a party or just hanging with friends. But um, just seeing videos of people running in supermarkets to buy alcohol, it makes me think of a video I saw like a few weeks ago of, um, I don't remember in what part of the city it was, but it was basically a night and a group of like maybe 20 to 30 to 40 people just run into a closed supermarket at night and they just stole everything. And I think that there's a difference between like poor people that, you know, have a hard time because they, the, the money that they get every day is the same money that they use to live and to feed their, their kids and to feed themselves. But there's the difference between this and just taking the excuse of stealing para esto. Porque como que, I don't think that it's an excuse to steal because you, I mean, okay, stealing, if you have to feed your kids, it's understandable. Like, if you don't have any other options, you're gonna steal because at the end of the day, the government, if the government doesn't give you any money, the, the government doesn't give you any food, how are you supposed to keep to feed your fucking kids? So I do understand this, but um, I mean, I, I read that like this group of people that has stolen things, they weren't just stealing food and primarily um, things. They were stealing alcohol, stealing unnecessary food uh, and unnecessary things. So I think it's kind of a bad behavior, you know, but we... I mean, like, I mean, like, I'm trying to cut you off, but like, I agree with you. But I also feel like you have to take into account that, like, we're in a pandemic right now. And, like, truth be told, like, people are just going to act crazy because people are going to act crazy. Because, you know, we're in a time of crisis. And, like, I mean, like, I definitely agree with you on the fact that, like, you know, you, you, you shouldn't be really, like, going out of your way to steal alcohol or do, like, that crazy stuff. But at the same time, it's, like, we're, we're living in a very difficult time. And, like, people are going to do stuff. In order to like you know survive, because everyone's taking a hit on this, whether they like to talk about it or not. Mm. Like with the economy, the economy being basically shut down all over the world, like people are losing a lot of money, like a lot of money, and like they're not being able to put. And you're you're lucky if you're able to work from home, but for the people that their jobs like they can't really work from home, they're either let go or they take massive pay cuts. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. There are a lot of people that are getting affected by this, and you, you know, you have to, you have to be smart, man. You have to be smart because, like, it's difficult. I know, like, yo sé que es muy difícil porque, hay, o sea, hay mucha gente que están diciendo online de que quédense en casa, stay at home, hagan esto, hagan esto, no salen, no salen. That may be easy for like a social media influencer who just needs to post like a couple of posts every other day to like make money and stay relevant. But like to the people that need to be like that, that are in construction, to the people that are, you know what I'm saying, working for sanitation or people who are like working on, you know, the roads and the, you know what I'm saying? Like people who are doing manual labor or people who work in you know, offices, or not offices, but, like, certain, like, storages and, like, warehouses, like, esa gente no pueden trabajar desde la casa. O sea, a, a menos que están en una posición de, de, de management okay. o algo así. Pero la mayoría de esta gente, like, they need to be able to go out to do what they got to do. The healthcare workers, the first responders, those are people that can never take a day off. Like, we're all sitting at our homes right now. Those are people on the front lines, like, trying to make sure that they can, like, stop this crisis. Another, another, reverse the effects of it. Excuse me, yeah. Another uh, similar job that I, I, I've just seen one post of it on Instagram. There's probably people um, acknowledging the fact that there's also, no me acuerdo como se llaman en español, pero los basureros, los que, no sé si dice los basureros, mm -hmm. um, I don't want to make it sound wrong, but like, yeah, the people that get the trash every day, every night, like I hear them from my... Yeah, pe people who work in sanitation, all of Yeah, them, exactly. exactly, like, they, it's usually, you know, people that don't have a lot of, um, um, you know, the people, especially like poor, 
Um, uh, they don't have a lot of economic resources. Exactly. exactly. Not a, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. A lot of economic resources. And I mean, it, if they wouldn't be there, where the fuck are we going to put our, all of our trash? So I think we should, you know, give um, a thoughts for those people because yeah. they're also risking their health um, for the, the people of the, of, the, of the country, of the city. Mm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, it's it's definitely a very complicated issue, and I feel like we're doing the service to a lot of people by simplifying it or by like demanding that people stay at home. Like, if you can stay at home, stay at home. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure that you're doing your part. But there's people where that option isn't available to them. You know what I'm saying? There's people that need to be able to put food on the table for their children and for their families who work in certain jobs. So like. Like, if there's one thing I wish people would do a little bit more is be a bit more understanding of people that are in different positions and kind of realize, like, hey, like, not everybody's in the same boat as I am. O sea, no todo el mundo está en la misma posición o tiene los mismos recursos que yo, que yo mismo puedo quedar aquí y no tienen que salir tanto. You know, I also have gente que no pueden hacer eso. There's people that don't have that opportunity. So yeah. I just I just really hope people are a bit more understanding on that front. Yeah. Like talking about the quarantine, oh, yeah. the other day I saw an Instagram post about um, the account Feminist. So they basically... Uh-huh. They, they, what, what, did, what did they post? All right, so it, it, it was... Um, it was a simple post within the background. Two girls uh, just laying in a bed and like, I'll say chilling i guess with like food or whatever uh -huh. and it's it was saying in the middle of the picture reminder it's a pandemic not a productivity contest and i find this very very controversial and <laughs> i remember even when we we talked about we briefly talked about it i just thought it was very wrong because like people being productive during the quarantine should not be ashamed to be productive or to try to be productive. And I think that what the post meant is that not everyone has to be productive and it's not a competition. And también estoy de acuerdo con eso. But I just think it was not the best way to, to say it because people that try to be a better uh, person during the, the, this pandemic, this quarantine, you know, they should be proud of themselves and they should be proud that they're being productive. It's as simple as this. And just seeing this post, and I, I just felt like it may be an excuse for people to be lazy and not do anything, which is also fine. Like, in the end, people do whatever the fuck they want with their lives. If they want to be productive and accomplish their goals and do hard stuff, good for them. And if they want to live a simple life, they want to work from time to another and, you know, watch Netflix, chill be with friends it's completely fine as well i do both and i don't have any problems with what people think i just have problems with how the post was made and how the idea was explained because people should not feel bad for trying to be productive and yeah i don't know what do you think about this thing i mean like I'm conflicted, man, because I, I feel like with that post, from what you said, it's like, I've also seen other posts, not necessarily from feminists, but from other accounts where it's like, they kind of relay that same message of like, you know, it's okay, like, you don't have to be productive every single day, you know what I'm saying, like, be, you can be relaxed, like, it's not, we're living through a traumatic experience, you don't need to be productive, like, stuff like that, and... I don't know, man. I feel like I agree with the message. I agree with the message. I don't think there's anything wrong with the message. But um, I, I think it's a slippery slope. It's a very, like, thin ice because you need to be careful of, like, not encouraging people to not be productive. at least a little bit productive. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you don't have to. Look, we are, like, locked in our houses. There's certain levels of productivity that we can reach. You know what I'm saying? There's certain subjects or there's certain things that we can do and there's also certain things that we can't do you know what i'm saying like 
I think this falls under beneath productivity. I think everybody should be finding a way to work out that they're in home. Like, I feel like, and not even necessarily work out. Like, just, like, walk around the house, run around the house, do some jumping jacks. Just for their own you know health. If you're, just for their own health. Yeah, for your own health. If you're, if you're doing at least, like, seven minutes of exercise every day, then, like, you are maintaining your health. You know what I'm saying? Like, but now that we have all this time... You should be doing a half an hour or an hour every day, or at least try to do it every other day so that you can kind of, you know, maintain your body or like if, if someone's in the gym right now, like, like, look, I bought some resistance bands. So like, even though I don't have my weights that I usually use, like, at least I'm trying to, you know, maintain my figure and like every other day, you know, do like an hour of like, you know, resistance band training, you know, trying to like keep my body well, like that's. That's a part of my productivity. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's not even necessarily, you know, like I'm getting work done or getting school work done. It's like, no, like I'm doing that for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm doing that so that, you know, I can keep on going on. And people are doing that. I do see a lot of people like on Instagram and whatnot, kind of like, you know, sharing tips of how to work out and like, you know, showing their own workouts and stuff. But yeah, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm super jealous of the people that have weights in their house. Like... <laughs> That hurts me every time I see, like, a video. My boy, uh, I, I have a friend who, um, he has, like, his own weight, like, set at his house. Mm-hmm. He has, like, an Ever like an Everlast set, which is, like, a really big sports brand. And, like, he has his own bench press, his own weights, his own resistance band. Like, he's got the whole setup. Right. When the quarantine is like, over, he, he's going to stay exercising at his house, like. Bro, and he's six five, and he plays ba- so like, and he plays basketball, and he's like, you know, he he regularly like he needs to maintain his body good, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, like you know, that's that, but like, I'm glad that people are kind of putting that out there, like, you know. And shout out to my boy Ernesto. That's that's the he's he's got his whole like workout system going on, and like I envy that because I wish I could have more than just my resistance band, but at least that you're making that effort to maintain yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just to come back quickly to this like Instagram post. My bad, sorry. You wanted to say something? Oh, no, no, no. Keep going. Yeah. Um, I, I think that this post was also made because a lot of people that are... Whether they are trying to look, to make it look like they're productive or they're actually productive. Like, in the end, it's either something personal because, you know, it makes them feel good to share this with, the, with, with other people or just because they want to help others. And... There's nothing wrong with showing that you're being productive. Like, it, it can be an inspiration to see that someone out of, out of like, water bottles can do a workout or out of his laptop can create a small business and something like that. So that's kind of what bothered me from this post is basically insinuando que, um, disculpa por Spanish, que share information and like share let's say productive tips on your instagram is wrong and like i really don't think that there's anything wrong with this like i just think it should be inspiring people because i think that it's the main purpose like if someone wants to take his time to post on his instagram story or on his facebook whatever like he's expecting people to See, take something good from it and yeah mm-hmm. but yeah you know what I, at the end of the day I agree with the core message of the post like it's not productivity no context. that's true don't feel that you need to go above and beyond to do to be productive and everything like we have limitations because we are at home you know what I'm saying but you know it doesn't hurt to be just a little bit productive every other day for like just a minimum you know what i'm saying like if you don't want to do work or you don't have to do work or whatever the case may be fine but i personally would recommend that you you know work out every other day like half an hour you know make sure that you're keeping your body right because at the end of the day like you're only helping yourself and you know you're gonna feel better too like the other day i went to the parking lot ali i went to the parking lot to run mm-hmm. i haven't jogged i haven't sprinted and like since like the quarantine started like i was not able to do that and now i can how did it go like i i, I i'm not gonna lie man like 
I almost died, dog. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I was like, I did like, cause I have a, cause in my building there's a pretty big parking lot and like, I jogged and everything and like, I would do five laps jogging and then like two laps walking, and then like, I I did that like, three times and like, mm-hmm. bro. After that, like after a half an hour of like jogging and stuff, like of cardio, like, I felt good, man. Like I was dying, like I was sweating. Like don't get me wrong, like I was melting. But I felt good. When you went to sleep, you, know you were like, yeah, like I, I felt good to like a, today, and I did something good. Yeah, man. But that's that's what I'm saying, man. Like you don't even need to do like weight training or resistance band training. Like you don't have to do that. Like I'm not gonna, you know, whatever your personal, you know, weight goals are. Like that's up to you, and you find you should find out the best way to achieve that. But like me, like I'm trying to lose weight and gain more muscle at the same time. So I have to do a combination of both. You know what I'm saying? So like one day I'm doing cardio, the next day I'm doing resistance band training, okay. and like one day of rest, and then I repeat the cycle. You know what I'm saying? That's how I get down. But you know, it it doesn't it doesn't hurt to be a little bit productive, especially in the physical as- and, uh, uh, aspect and of it. No one should feel ashamed for wanting to share their things. Like I remember, and you like sometimes you you know on your own story, Lorenzo, so you you post workout pictures and videos and i'm like that's my boy like you're fucking doing this and like i'm proud of you and you should be proud of yourself too like yo when this quarantine is over we need to get in the gym man yeah i'm looking like a fucking baguette right now and really fucking thin no but you but you know what but you have good metabolism though because like i see you eat a lot and you don't get like like you you keep a good skinny frame Yeah, sometimes I wish I I would be getting more weight, honestly. Bro, you know what? What I envy about skinny people is that all you really need to do if you want to gain more mass is like you just kind of have to like eat healthier. You have to eat healthy, but like you can eat more. Like you can eat in a caloric surplus. You can like you can have bigger servings of food, and like you just work out, man. You're like, you don't even really need to do that much cardio. You can do like a minimum, like a five, 10 minutes of cardio every workout and you're good to go. So like to get some like excess fat out, but like you can, you can just lift weights to your heart's content and you will see like results pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so you might be interested. You should talk to Antonio about it. Shout out to Antonio. Like he, he has like all those supplements and everything. And like, he be looking, you know, he's been getting fit and whatnot. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting to get Antonio in the podcast one day. Bro, really cool. shout out to Antonio. We should get him. We should get him in the podcast. Fucking sure. hustling on TikTok with his acting videos, like. Yes, if for those who don't know, our friend is a very very popular TikTok star that we feel <laughs> like we're gonna have to like we're gonna have to call a couple weeks in advance to make sure that he doesn't have a busy schedule yeah. and that we can get him in the we'll podcast. We'll have to see that with his manager. Does he have a manager? Please tell me he has a manager. <laughs> I don't fucking know. He has know. a manager. I'm gonna. Nah, die. he doesn't. Bro, I, he doesn't. Doesn't he have like a talent agent or something? No way. Nah. Bro, no way. He could. He, he shows up to the podcast of his like manager in the back. Like what? <laughs> It's gonna be kind of hard no. right now with, the, with this quarantine. You know. That's true. That's true. But yeah, that that to me like we should definitely get him on. He's he's a funny guy, man. Bro, they tell, talk about this university in the U.S. Bro, Sorry. did you did you hear about bro? I I I sent you the link uh, earlier today, but I don't know if you got a chance no, to read it. But basically, what happened? This is so crazy. What happened was that like, uh, four days ago, like on the sixth of May, okay. they were there was like a report of like a homicide suicide. What happened was like. There were two professors and COVID-19 researchers from the University of Pittsburgh in the United States. And they were like, they were working on COVID-19, you know, they were working on finding new information about it, possibly working on a vaccine and a cure. And reportedly, like before their death, like they were making some big findings, you know what I'm saying? They were really uncovering like some key Uh, facts about the disease that could end up being crucial to you know resolving the issue of the pandemic but what happened was and I, I had the report from CNN right here was that um, okay so the professor Bing Lu uh, was found in his townhouse Saturday 
so this was like last Saturday, with uh, gunshots to his head, neck, torso, Damn. and according to like the police department, like when they found him, he was pretty messed up. Like he was got he just got lit up with like gunshots, and like the they also believe that like a second guy who they haven't been able to identify yet was found dead in his car a few like a few blocks away. Um, and it looks like he killed himself there and they've been able to relate the gun to the, also the murder of the professor. And they were both, they were both researchers working at the same university. So they're saying that like the one guy who killed himself, like he went to go kill Bing first and then he went back in his car and he killed himself. Yeah. As um, if they were like hiding and some it, sort of proof to the... What, bro, that's what I'm saying. That's a lot of conspiracy theories have been brewing about this because... There's, they've reported that there's zero indication that it was like that they that Lu was killed because he was Chinese because there's been a lot of anti anti Chinese you know protests yeah. and like posts because of you know the whole virus and, and especially in the U S a lot of people have been like you know really going hard and Chinese immigrants and whatnot but yeah like it, from what the police say that like it wasn't because he was Chinese at all so with that bro. People have been going crazy with some conspiracy theories about what's going on, like, because they literally, they were finding, you know, some pretty important stuff about it, and then, like, now they disappear, like, it's, that, it, that, that literally says conspiracy all over, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, that, to me, that's, like, when I, when I first, when I first heard this story a few days ago, I was like, what the fuck, like, what the fuck, man, like, this is incredible, this is, like, if, what, what pisses me off is that, like, I don't know what happened or if there were other people involved that made the professor do this, but, like, they don't think people are going to be, like, you know, put one and two together and be, like, this doesn't, like, this, this, this does not sound good. Like, this sounds like something is going on. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I don't know what you think about it, but I think it's fucking crazy, man. Like, this, and it, obviously, like, I'm really sad about, like, the death of the professors, especially because they were doing, like, really important work. Yeah. Um, but it's oh. it's very cr it's crazy man it's insane yeah I'll definitely but what, you, I'll de but what do you feel about it yeah I'll definitely go into those links that you sent me I just think that yeah it just smells as fuck conspiracy theories and yeah we, like we we don't know you know all of the details we don't know what happened Maybe it was a homicide, maybe it wasn't. Um, maybe it was to kind of hide a possible truth about the, the I don't know, a vaccine about the virus. We don't know anything, so we can only speculate on the, the why. Like, why did that happen? Why, why would a, a, a researcher kill the professor? What, what, what was it? Say that again? Yeah, you, you said that the professor killed one of the... So there were, two, there were two researchers that were working at the University of Pittsburgh. And what had happened was that the, the research assistant, the, the, one of the main professor at the university that was researching on COVID-19, Bing Lu, he was found killed in his house. Like, but he lit up with gunshots, like multiple gunshots to the body. And then from what they what they're saying is that and then, then I like there was a second guy who they haven't been able to like release the identification of yet, but people are suspecting that it was another researcher at the facility mm -hmm. that was also working on it was responsible for killing Bing and then going into his car and killing himself. So it's very very very, you know, it's very sketchy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Scary. Like, Esto tiene, esto, esto me dice, o sea, conspiracy, like, this is literally, like, this is so strange, but, like, it's also, like, very worrying, because now you're thinking, like, are people really trying to set up something here? Like, are they trying to, like, keep the pandemic going on for longer? Mm hmm Yeah. Speaking, speaking of this going, like, speaking of, like, the quarantine and, like, people who might want to go longer... There's been a lot of people who are profiting off this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of apps that were, like, profiting off, like, the quarantine. Like, I know for some time before 
the whole investigation into like house party was making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were going on house party. But then also fucking Zoom, man. Like Zoom is literally I don't think I've ever heard of this of like Zoom before the quarantine. Yeah. And I think the majority of people didn't either. Now all the universities are using it. Um, like the 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 clubs in Casco Viejo are making like Zoom parties. Like yeah, we're gonna like, talk about they're that. making money, mm-hmm. man. Like they're balling out. They're balling out. Did you go to that Zoom party on Friday? Yeah. So so all right. So about this concept, I had seen a few weeks ago, like basically an Instagram page dedicating itself. It was basically on an online club where you basically pay. Um, yeah, you pay an amount of money. Um, to get in the Zoom, the Zoom room, and it's, según lo que ellos dicen, it's a completely different experience than what you can expect, so, I mean, I didn't go figure out how it was, but I found this very funny and interesting that, you know, a club would, you know, a club would um, still try to make a party online, and um, Santana, El Viejo Santana, one of the, one of the clubs, one of the nicest clubs of Panama City, to be honest, the Casco Viejo, it actually made Friday night a Zoom party, and yeah, like uh, just for fun, uh, my girlfriend and I we attended it, and at some point there, wait, wait, there wait, was wait 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 you you wait wait you went with Ale to the Zoom party yeah we we were like let's figure out how that is. And so it was really fucking nice. Like there was um I don't remember his name, but one one Panamanian DJ, I believe. He he yeah, he had like a a, a green background where you would saw Santana videos popping up and and he was like just with his DJ thing and he was like activado and like there were people that they had their cameras on, some people were like vaping, some others were drinking, some others were dancing. And it was a really nice um, experience, honestly, and I hope Santana does this um, again. And like, I remember at some point there was like over 500 people connected in the Zoom party, 500 people. I don't even know if Santana, like the El Local, Santana can get 500 people. I don't know, but like 500 is a lot. And um, I, Think that it was a very good idea you know to keep the hype going on for santana because not not just santana but many many entertainment um businesses are really hurt by the pandemic because all you know from traveling websites or traveling companies to entertainment um companies like clubs like restaurants everyone's very hurt and yeah, I just think it's it was a really it was a very clever uh, way of keeping people hyped over Santana, and I, I just hope that you know when when officials consider that uh, there is not too many risks, those clubs can open again and we can you know enjoy and have fun again. But like the the main um, like the most important thing right now is keeping people safe. And sadly, mm. I don't think that the clubs are gonna be able, be able to reopen soon. When I say soon, it's like a few weeks, a few months. Like the process is probably gonna be very long. So Santana or other clubs um, should definitely make it a weekly thing or maybe a monthly thing um, to keep people entertained like they have always done. Yeah, I mean like, you know what? Like, to be honest with you, I wasn't too big on the idea. Like, I was talking to one of my homegirls, like, about it, like, earlier yesterday. Like, bro, like, why why would we, why would I go to a Zoom party? Like, why would I go to Santana to Zoom? Like, I go to Santana to, like, be there. You know what I'm saying? To, like, be at the party. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm not going to lie. I saw I saw Instagram stories of, like, the Zoom party. Like, I saw girls. I saw, like, guy, people, like vaping and like girls like shaking ass on the on the on the like on the screen and everything and mm-hmm. i was like whoa like i might be talking shit about this but you're gonna see me at the next zoom party like 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 bro like i i, mean, I can talk whatever i want to talk about man but most likely you will see me at the next zoom party 
Uh, Casco Viejo. So like I'm, I will be there next time. You're like one of my very good friend that is right now uh, living in Barcelona was in the freaking Zoom. So obviously it's... Wait, wait, wait. He lives in Barcelona and he got it? Yeah, yeah. There is no limits to those Zoom things. You know, they just share the link and I sent it to my bro and he freaking joined it. And you know, it, it was really fun to see him like, with, his, with his camera on. And um, yeah, I just think it's a great experience. And Zoom is an, uh, an incredible tool now. Um, I think that before the quarantine, so yeah, obviously it wasn't as famous and it was mainly for business, business meetings. Uh -huh. that the and now they're used. making mad money. They're making mad now money. They're making yeah. a lot of all money. Universities, they're making a lot of money. All universities. The are universities using are using it. Like my, uh, I, I have a, my dad who's a professor in a university in the United States. Like he uses Zoom a lot when he teaches his classes. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's for everybody. It's not even just for Panama or like certain countries. It's like in the U.S. Everywhere, everywhere it's being used. So you know they're making money. Yeah, you know they're making money. But yeah, no. But that's interesting, man. I I wonder. I I don't think Zoom has anything to do with like, like kind of like prolong the pandemic. But I can definitely see how like some people are making are definitely not making a profit because a lot of the economies have shut down. But I can see how certain people are making a profit. You know what I'm saying? And they may want yeah, to... Yeah, you know, in, ev in every war, like, in every big event, que sea en, sí, en guerras or in pandemics like that, a lot of people are going to be hurt, but there's always a small, you know, amount of people taking profit out of it. Um, for example, like in wars, all the... All the... the, the the, the industries of guns and all those things used in wars, they, they, they made such a big amount of money, but so many people died, innocent people died to those wars. And like, like this pen Look, man, people try to make a profit on anything. Yeah, yeah, it's basically this. They, they, you know, with this whole pandemic, like, just like you said, like, people will find their own version of war and their own version of you know, weapon products, you know, they will find their own version of that that I need to sell. You know, people are hoarding certain, like, survival items and then, like, reselling them for, like, a higher price. Like, it's a real thing that's going on, man. But I think at the end of the day, like, I think Zoom has the potential, like, to kind of help out businesses. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in the future if they kind of, if more businesses start using Zoom. Yeah. For whatever For sure, reason. for sure. Because, but, yeah. you know, even though we... In, like even though the peak has already been reached uh, for in like in many countries for the like the most like the biggest amount of cases of COVID-19 social distancing is definitely going to be something important and for a company that you know that has to talk to a bunch of its employee why risk their own health if they, they can just you know through their computer phone make a, a call through zoom or other apps because there's there's other apps like um for my university classes we were using zoom but also webex i people uh, micros webex i hear i hear some businesses are using like microsoft express something like that yeah the all yeah all different kind of apps conferences and stuff like that i mean like we'll see man because like if I mean, like, like on Friday, it proved to be a success. Like, people showed up to the Zoom party. So, hopefully, you know, those people, those club owners can make some money and they can kind of contribute to the economy to the best they can. Yeah. We'll see they, what they, happens. You know, they, they could maybe, you know, since the, the quarantine is over. Uh, what am I saying? Sorry. Since the Leiseca is over. I don't know. Maybe they, I don't know if that, that would be a nice idea or not, but. You know, if businesses have to make money, they're gonna try to make money one yeah. way or another. So, why not maybe sell special packagings like a small Santana box in which they put like you know those small run bottles and maybe a, a, a ticket where it says the VIP Zoom. I don't fucking know, but um, there is definitely a lot of things that can be done in uh, like according to Zoom and all those. Uh, conferences apps no you're right man you're right 
That's I, I'm I'm intrigued to see what happens in the future to see what they go about because I know they partnered with like La Mano Floja to like give give out like delivery like the delivery fee free food mm-hmm. to like certain people like who went into the thing so you know if they do more partnerships like that I think they could definitely make some type of profit off it yeah definitely bro so hey it's been really dope talking to you man I'm man, really like, happy that we're doing this I'm really happy that we're doing this podcast first, first um, podcast. I don't really I don't <laughs> we, we still you know we still have like a lot to do we're gonna kind of figure out how we promote it like through Instagram and whatnot we'll focus on that but this is our first episode man yeah I, I mean I like, hope I don't, that- I don't, I, I don't yeah, I don't have a, I have, I don't have a shot of anything, but I would take a shot with you if I could. <laughs> what do you mean? No, like to celebrate, dog. Like we to oh. like have a shot of, I don't know, some rum oh, or something. But like okay. I need to, I need. To, what did you think? I, said? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. You're talking about actual shots. Oh snap! But yeah, but yo, I, I'm glad this is our first episode. Yeah, it went pretty nice. Pretty interesting talk. Pretty nice. Anyways, well, guys. Bye, we, everybody. Yeah, we just yeah. hope you guys liked this first podcast. It's obviously the first time we're doing this, talking in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, talking about me. I'm not necessarily used to do that. But um, it's definitely a good way to get out of the comfort zone and just also be... Because the point of those talks is also not just sharing our opinion, but, you know, possibly hear... Uh, y'all opinions the audience opinions if someone has something very interesting to talk to they can dm us on instagram we'll see how that goes but i definitely we'll figure that out for sure yeah i definitely think that we can you know uh make the audience participate to the podcast because why not like everyone has something nice to bring and everyone everyone can talk about really interesting things see Bueno, bueno, gracias a todos. Thank you, everybody. Um, we're going to be signing off, but we'll be doing our second episode soon. Yeah. So stay in tune for that. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.